This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Uh, We are continuing with our transit theme today. For the first time, single drivers are being allowed in the high occupancy lanes on the QEW. Approximately 500 drivers bought special permits to use the HOV lanes between Oakville and Burlington while driving solo. Uh, This is, I I think, kind of a test. uh, And actually, about 3,500 people applied for those permits. The lucky 500 were were, uh, picked by a lottery. So how is it going? Uh, and uh, did anybody notice anything when they were driving along that stretch of highway? Is that something you'd like to see elsewhere, maybe other parts of our highways where you drive? Uh, and uh, maybe you have uh, a comment on our previous segment on using revenue from parking lots to fund transit and not building more parking lots in Toronto. Is that a good idea or um, is that a bad idea if you're a driver? The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And right now we are going to check in with Sergeant Kerry Schmidt. Hi. Hey, how are you doing, Libby? Fine, how are you? Not too bad. It's been a busy day so far. Yes. Uh, so tell me about day one of the uh, HOT and HOV. Well, I was out over the uh, HOT and HOV lanes earlier this morning. Uh, saw those lanes moving along uh, pretty well. They were filling in like they normally do on a morning rush hour. And, yeah, this is the first day of the implementation of the pilot project uh, at the HOT lane. So we uh, were out there today like we are every day doing our uh, patrols and making sure people are, are doing what they should be, uh, not just the HOV, HOT enforcement, but uh, distracted driving and seatbelts and speeding and everything. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, we still find uh, drivers taking advantage of that system. We did find uh, drivers today again uh, in the HOV lanes as single drivers without a permit, and, and they are subject to being uh, ticketed for that offense. Um, uh, where, so where is the permit? Is it a sticker on the license? Where does it show? Yeah, there's actually two stickers that are given to you uh, that go on the front and the rear of the vehicle inside the uh, the windshield. So we can see them uh, pretty clearly as we're driving beside them. And I know officers did see uh, several vehicles coming through the HOV lanes, uh, HOT lanes today with those permits on there, which is great. And, and that's uh, what it's there for. There is reserve capacity in those lanes to allow for some extra volume, and that's what the MTO has decided to, uh, to do to... Uh, to keep uh, traffic moving and maximize the efficiency of the highway. Okay, well, uh, are there cameras to monitor this, or is this just if uh, you happen to be in a car and see a driver without a sticker? Yeah, well, we do this uh, type of enforcement already, just uh, the HOV lanes, uh, irrespective of the HOT lane. So, yeah, it is by observations, by officers, when we're doing patrols, uh, we'll see vehicles coming by and we may think there's only one person in there. And, you know, if they're not a green vehicle or exempted by any way, uh, we'll go up and confirm there's only one person. And, 
and they're subject to a ticket or education or whatever the officer deems is appropriate. How, so, how much is the ticket? So the ticket is $110 for uh, violating the HOV permits. Now, if you are found to violate the HOT pilot project, that's a little different. If you're trying to uh, cheat the system, uh, evade, or uh, have a fraudulent uh, permit, and then uh, you can be charged with a different offense, uh, and those fines vary or will range between $250 to $2,500. Just clarify for me, does, is that what you would get for just uh, driving in that lane without the permit, or if you've got some funny permit that you, uh, you know, made in the basement? <laughs> That's right, yeah. If you've got some... Uh, fraudulent, uh, evasive type of activity here. You're trying to cheat the system by pretending you have a permit and you don't. Uh, that's when you're going to get charged with the violate permit. Which okay. Involved... Did, oh. did you catch anyone doing that? Uh, no, you know, we didn't catch anybody doing that. This is the first day, and I don't think people really even know what they're trying to uh, replicate. So uh, right now we are still doing our standard enforcement, but we will continue to be looking for any violators and, and fraudsters out there that are trying to take advantage of it. Because it's uh, like you're planting an idea, because I would never even would never even have occurred to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we, we saw some of that even uh, last year during the Pan Am Games and people trying to take advantage of the system. Oh, I and, remember the story about... About, um, having the dummy, yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> in the car—that was really creative. Yeah, well, and I think it still happens as well, and, and we're still uh, out there watching for that. And we get complaints all the time with uh, from people complaining about uh, single occupant drivers and people trying to cheat the system. So, oh, okay, so there are snitches. Yeah, well, yeah, there are. We get driving complaints for all sorts of things, but uh, HOV is certainly one we also get a lot of complaints on. Is this a priority for enforcement? I mean, honestly, I can think of a lot of other things I'd like to see enforced before that. Well, for us, our priority is safety. The, the big four is our priority, and that's uh, distracted, aggressive, impaired, seatbelt use. That's what we're, we really want to focus on. But uh, again, we're, we're enforcing all the rules of the road, and HOV is one of them. HOV is one of them. Now, I want to hear from people if uh, they're anxious to have this opportunity, perhaps in areas where they are driving. And uh, anything else you want to say about it? Is it a, a fair thing uh, to pay? It's quite a bit of cash for these permits. Uh, and uh, only 500 uh, lucky people got them. Uh, so the numbers to call, 416-360-0740 or toll-free 866 740 Four seven forty. I'm on the line with Sergeant Kerry Schmidt. Uh, Sergeant Schmidt, is there a timeline for seeing about whether this pilot project will be expanded? Well, that's going to be up to the Ministry of Transportation. Uh, we don't set those uh, guidelines and those rules. They're the ones that have implemented this program. Uh, we're doing the uh, law enforcement, the public education, and and patrols uh, around them. So that would have to go to the Ministry. I don't know how they're going to. Uh, ramp up or revamp or uh, expand this program if it's successful. Uh-huh. Okay, so um, let's talk about some of the other priorities for enforcement. Mm-hmm. Um, are, you know, there, there was another blitz in Toronto that's not your file uh, on people, you know, because it seems that when there's a blitz, people obey the rules, and as soon as the blitz is over and uh, people aren't that worried about getting caught things go back to normal? Well, we're out there doing our patrols all the time, and we just finished doing a, a 
safety inspection uh, in Burlington as well, kind of in the same area where the HOT lanes are, looking for unsafe vehicles, uh, commercial vehicles, passenger vehicles as well. Uh, you know, again, it has a direct impact on road safety. People are, are, are injured and killed in collisions with unsafe vehicles. Uh, aggressive driving, distraction, and inattention continue to be uh, leading causes of death and injury, and we always hear about impaired drivers as well. Uh, I can tell you as well, next week we're going to be starting a campaign focusing on seatbelt compliance. It's been 40 years since uh, that law has been in place, and we still find people driving their vehicles unbuckled and being ejected in collisions. And it is so tragic and, and so needless. I find that uh, almost hard to believe that after all this time, I mean, it's so automatic. You get in the car, you put your seatbelt on. Well... Absolutely. You would think so. But uh, unfortunately, as an officer, as a collision reconstructionist, getting called to fatal collisions where people are being ejected from a vehicle, uh, it's needless and should not be happening. We we have these safety pieces uh, equipment in our vehicles. You can't depend on your airbag because uh, you need that seatbelt to keep you in position so that you can take advantage of the airbag. Being outside the vehicle is not going to... uh, uh, be a place where you want to be when the vehicle's rolling over. What about seat belts in the back seat? Well, and, and that's uh, something else. often people feel cocooned and feel protected if they're driving uh, in a friend's vehicle or taking a taxi or a public transit. They, they may think that, well, yeah, I'm not going to buckle up and put my seatbelt on, but it is the law and uh, you can get hurt and you become a projectile if you're not buckled up. And, and just a minute, is else. it is it the law that you have to be buckled up in the back seat? Absolutely, absolutely. I didn't sure. even know that. Yeah, oh, for sure. And, and again, also making sure all the kids are buckled up with the appropriate uh, seat belts and car seats and, and uh, booster seats appropriate for their size, age, and weight. So it's something that uh, we really want to continue to message out. Uh, we, we, we're we all, all about public safety, and, and we need everyone to do their part, so... Seatbelts is going to be our focus coming next week, although we look at that and the other big four issues every single day of the year. and We just need everyone to, to think about uh, their own situation and, and just take that extra second. To, uh, do, you, do you actually, do you ticket people for not being buckled up in the back seat, say in a taxi cab? Absolutely, for sure. Uh, as, as long as you're an adult or uh, you know, anyone under under 18 has to be, then you become the responsibility of the driver. So you as a driver, if you're taking kids in your vehicle and they're not buckled up, uh, you are liable for them and you can be charged for, for failing to ensure your passengers buckle up. And if you're an adult uh, old enough to make your own decisions, uh, uh, you, you can be ticketed uh, yourself. And what is that ticket? If uh, you ticket me for not having a seatbelt on in a cab, what's that ticket? Uh, $240. Wow. Yeah, uh, I know uh, I, I got called to a collision uh, a little while back, and uh, it was involving a taxi, and the driver of the cab was fine, but the passenger, as a young girl in the back seat of the, of the taxi, uh, had a broken nose, and uh, she didn't want to say too much about what happened, but uh, as a result of the collision, she went forward, she wasn't buckled up, and, uh, and now she was all bloody on her face because... You know, if you hit the uh, hit the little cage or the mesh that was in front of her, it shouldn't have happened. Put that seatbelt on. Doesn't matter what vehicle you're you're in. Um, 
So, so again, just to be clear, was she charged along with the driver for that? No, no, the driver was was not charged. Uh, actually, in this situation, I, I didn't charge her. I, I think she learned her lesson quite clearly uh, with uh, with a broken nose. But uh, she assured me she would always put her seatbelt on. Again, it's up to the officer's discretion. Uh, I exercised uh, my discretion in that situation. But yeah, she would have been liable, or or it could have she could have been charged as well. Okay, um, we only have about a minute left. Anything you want to leave us with? Oh boy, yeah. Well, it's uh, it's just been um, uh, kind of a big week. Back to routine, back to schedules, and traffic is uh, getting busy, and everyone's back in their uh, routine here. So we just need everybody to do their part. If you're a passenger and your driver is distracted, voice your concerns. Uh, put your seatbelt on. You know, all the standard uh, safety messaging. But uh, I can't. Uh, charge my way to 100% compliance, but I think if we change public attitudes, public perceptions, we can change the world if we all together and work on uh, having a, a unified voice and, and making it uncool to drive distracted, making it uncool to be or to not have your seatbelt on. Okay. Sergeant Kerry Schmidt, thank you so much for that. So my pleasure. Thanks for having me. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.